This is Andy Staples and Ari Wasserman from The Athletic with breaking news. The college football playoff matchups are set. Top-seeded Alabama will face fourth-seeded Notre Dame in Arlington, Texas. Second-seeded Clemson will face third-seeded Ohio State in the Sugar Bowl in New Orleans, all on January 1st. We knew that Alabama and Clemson were in. We knew they were number one and number two. We had a slight question about Ohio State because they only played six games, but we assumed the undefeated Big Ten champ would be in, and they are at number three. The big debate was between Notre Dame and Texas A&M at number four and number five. We've seen how the committee decided to do it. Ari, what do you think about it? Yeah, I mean, on the surface, it's like funny because ever since Ohio State, especially lost to Clemson in a close game last year, you just always felt like this was a destined rematch. And through all the ups and downs of the season, you got a rematch between those two teams. And it's just like, even if it was a regular year, I feel like that was going to happen. And Notre Dame is is one of the teams that's always in the mix. So, you know, the three of the four are, are the teams that recruit the best, that are, have the deepest programs uh, in terms of not only talent, but infrastructure on how to build a program. And, and you had a fourth team, uh, you know, jump in in a spot that was kind of there for the taking. So in terms of where it all landed, I think that we all can like go to bed tonight and, and feel good about the way it turned out, despite the fact that the amount of games weren't all the same. And, you know, some teams faced challenges that other teams didn't. And, you know, all the, the things that were different about this year. Um, I, I think that, you know, for as crazy as Saturday was, it still maybe set us up for the most entertaining playoff possible. Yeah. And I think that's, that's ultimately the hope, I don't think it's the goal of the selection committee to, to create the most entertaining playoff. It's to, to pick the four best teams. But you and I have discussed this many times. If you went, I say if you go three, four, five, it really could have gone any way you wanted to. I would have been fine with, with any two of the three that were three, four, and five. Uh, I think the Ohio State thing, they're more talented than Notre Dame and Texas A&M. They probably have the higher ceiling. They didn't look good at all in the Big Ten Championship game. That that cast some doubt, although I, I do have one thing I thought they did that does give me a little confidence in them as, as they go to play Clemson. But the A&M and Notre Dame decision, I, I would have really been fine with either one. And Ari, I know you have a, uh, a made-up rule that, that if you lose by 20 in your conference title game, or in any game, that you should not be in the playoff. Uh, but they're in, and one of the two was going to get in, and a and had lost by 28 to Alabama earlier. So how would you have handled that if, if you were the one making the decision? Yeah, I I don't know. That is like my rule. If you lose by 24 or more, you're out. Um, but I think oh, the rule should— 24 or more. So 2017, Georgia gets in under the wire. They're, they're in. <laughs> but I, I, uh, I the reason why I made 24, I guess, is because the two other teams that were trying to get that fourth spot both were in that threshold. Uh, but— I don't know that there should be a number on it, Andy. I think that there should be a, if you were not competitive in a game for any reason whatsoever, you should be out. And I think that you could say Notre Dame was not competitive outside of the first quarter of the Clemson game, and Texas A&M was not competitive in their loss to Alabama. And like you said, this could have shake, shaken out either, either way here. You know, Texas A&M could have gotten the, the nod and Notre Dame would have been out. And no matter how it played out, Andy, the, the team that's played out put itself in a position to be scrutinized. So when you're scrutinized or you put yourself in a position where you could be left out, then that's on you. So it's really easy to feel bad for the teams that are left out uh, because whenever there's a debate, you always have, you know, think that there's what if scenarios. Um, but on the other hand, I wouldn't have taken either of them. 
if I were on the committee, I would have pushed for another team. And I was the only person in the column that the Athletic ran on Saturday night after all the games that, you know, picked Oklahoma to be their third. And the reason why I did, and I know that you're like ready to jump through the screen and, and tell me how much of an idiot I am, and that's fine. But to me, I'm willing to view Oklahoma through the prism as a one-loss conference champion. And in a year where the other two But they're not a one-loss conference champion. They were a two-loss conference champion. No, I know. They lost to Iowa State, and they lost to Kansas State. And because they beat Iowa State, not convincingly at all, by the way. It was very convincing in the first half. And if Matt Campbell calls a timeout, we may be talking about a different result. Absolutely, yeah. They yeah. they squeaked by Iowa State this time. They lost to them earlier. They lost to Kansas State, and I realize that was a different Kansas State team than the one, the one we saw down the stretch. But still, they lost to them, and but they didn't to, play like, Alabama. Like they I'm didn't play like, Clemson. But if they had, guess what would have happened? The thing that we already saw happen with the teams that are going instead. And I agree with you. And there's and I don't feel bad for Oklahoma. They're the, they put themselves in the same situation as the other two teams did. Notre Dame was the team that won out, and whoever was going to win out, there were going to be two or three other teams that wished that they were in. Um, but from my personal perspective, yes, Oklahoma is a two-loss team. And yes, when you lose two, two games in college football, you're out. So they're out. But the one that would settle the most with me is a team that is trending upward who avenged a loss that they had earlier in the year. And I can view them through the prism uh, of a one-loss team that won their conference championship. And, and like it or not, winning a conference championship does hold some weight. And I, I just, to me, I already know what's going to happen beyond the shadow of a doubt with with Notre Dame and Texas A&M because it's already happened. Now, we could say Oklahoma would do that, but I would rather see the would than a repeat of what has already happened. I would always like to suspend belief when given the opportunity rather than using the thing that is a fact. So... I mean, we can go down the, the list here. Should Cincinnati have gotten in? Um, were they underranked? I'm sure we'll get to that point. Did Ohio State deserve to get in as a 6-0 team who looked terrible in their Big Ten championship game? These are all reasonable talking points. But as it pertains to the last spot, what you have are three inherently flawed resumes. Pretty solid teams, but flawed resumes. And no matter who sits with you the best, you can poke holes through that team all day. And you can do it with Oklahoma. I'm just telling you that the one that I would prefer is that one. If I had to choose in in terms of the games that I would watch and the in the in the resume that I would pick, yeah, I just don't think you know if if they if they had two losses and either one of them was to a national title contender, it's a different story. But they lost to two teams that aren't national title contenders. So that that's but do the they issue. get credit for beating the number six team in in the country on the last day of the year? Because I think going to Iowa State. Yeah. No, I know. But, you know, we're... we're (laughs) Iowa Iowa State State. should have been the number six team, but it doesn't matter. They beat Iowa State. That's great. Iowa State lost to Louisiana Lafayette by a lot. So, I mean... Get it. I get it. What are we really talking about? And I wouldn't wouldn't have thought this going into the weekend. Like, if Notre Dame would have lost 28-17 and actually showed... um, actual chance of winning in the second half, we wouldn't be having this discussion. Notre Dame's performance against Clemson completely shifted the paradigm of this discussion. Well, here, here's here's the thing, and there's a couple things about this. One, Notre Dame getting blown out by Clemson saved us, so we should be thanking Notre Dame because we'd have been watching Notre Dame-Clemson 3 in a semifinal if Notre Dame had played them close. I would rather watch Ohio State-Alabama one and Clemson Notre Dame three if the first two games were competitive. You actually might get, but you might get either one of those. And 
if look, if we get Notre Dame Clemson three in the final, great. <laughs> That's fine. They, they've earned it. But yeah. I'm, I'm very happy that I don't have to watch that game again in like 12 days. But also, you you probably agree with me on this. You watched the Clemson game, obviously. And with Clemson firing on all cylinders, playing like it's time for the playoff and completely outclass Notre Dame in every way, I don't look at this Notre Dame team that has the ability to compete with Alabama. And like when you're talking well, about the fourth place team in the fourth the spot, it has to be somebody. Am, am that, I the only person who watched the SEC championship game and said, you know what? I don't think Alabama's invincible. No, no, absolutely not. No. Okay. Because I, I, I don't. I, I think now. I think stopping them is an incredibly tough deal. But Florida's defense has not been particularly great. I think all the defenses in the playoff have been better than Florida's defense. So maybe Alabama doesn't score that much. We know they're going to score a lot on almost anybody they play. But Alabama's defense gives up points. It does. Now, whose offense in the playoff is as good as Florida's? I think Clemson's might be. I think Ohio State's might be on the right day if they're not calling the plays that don't work. <laughs> if they choose to continue calling the plays that work. Mm-hmm. Is Notre Dame's? Eh, no, probably not. But the Notre Dame's defense is better than Florida's defense, so maybe there's a chance. I, I'm, yeah. I think Alabama wins that game, but I did not go in there thinking... Alabama is going to roll to the national title after that SEC championship game. It took a pretty incredible amount of of circumstance for a team that lost the way that Notre Dame lost uh, on the final day of the playoff rankings to still get in. Thanks for joining our breaking news coverage. Go to the Athletics' new headlines section for much more on this story. And to get access to all the Athletics' great sports content, visit theathletic.com slash newspod. That's theathletic.com slash newspod. And get a subscription for yourself, and one to give to a friend or a family member for free. You will instantly become their favorite friend or family member because you are giving them the gift of The Athletic. So go to theathletic.com slash newspod to buy one for you and get one for a loved one. We'll talk to you later.